Welcome to the Valley Hoops Insider Podcast, part of the Valley Hoops Insider website. I'm your editor and host, Harry Schrader. Today, our guest will be Jashan Henry, the outstanding forward from the Bradley University Braves basketball team and the head coach, Brian Wardle, of that same Bradley Brave basketball team. Braves trying to bounce back from a little bit of an offseason, and here are our conversations with Jashan. Tell me a little bit, uh, you're a Canadian guy, so tell me uh, early on, who did you look up to basketball-wise as a young guy? Um, honestly, it was my dad. So my dad was from, uh, uh, Brooklyn, New York, and he would, he played just like, you know, just like on a men's team or whatever. And then like, I'd always go to him and play basketball and, you know, shoot on the side hoops and watch him play. And then I really just kind of like fell in love with it that way. And he was always watching basketball too. So I'd sit and watch it with him on his lap or whatever. And then I just got into it that way, honestly, through my dad. So it wasn't Vince Sanity, Air Canada. That was, that wasn't the motivation. Oh, that was a definitely guy we watched back home for sure. So <laughs> we loved watching him back in the day too. And then uh, at Bradley, you, you've been there now for quite a while. Like I said, you're kind of the veteran guy there. Um, and, and there are others too. But when you first got there, who were the guys that were kind of showing you the ropes and helping you figure out college basketball? Oh uh, yeah. So when I first got here, guys on the team were like D'Lo, uh, Daryl Brown, uh, Luke Van Bray, Koch Bar, Nate Cannell, um, and guys like that. They were all they all kind of like took me under their wing, and Luke Monlundi, another one, kind of took me under their wing and just kind of like showed me the ropes on on how to like really work hard because I never really knew like coming from high school, you don't really you think you're working hard, but then you get to college and it's like so much different. And so um, yeah, they kind of showed me like the ropes and how they do things here, and I really embraced it and. Um, yeah, they're really great leaders on and off the floor. So I tried to, once they left, I tried and like maintain their legacy through leading future teams. Now that I'm a senior leading this team, kind of like how they did. So uh, You ended up there and, and so many foreign born players end up at Bradley. What, tell me the secret sauce there. How does, how does, how's coach able to land all these guys that aren't, you know, born and bred Americans? <laughs> um. To be honest, I'm not, I'm not really sure how he does it. But, I mean, um, I think it's good that Coach uh, is able to expand um, uh, uh, just outside of the United States and Canada. Like, we have Finland. We've had Australia, Great Britain, France now, and stuff like that. I think it's really cool. I'm um, able to build connections and relationships with players uh, across the world and teammates and long-lasting best friends and stuff like that. And we all get the chance to complete on, compete on the same floor, which is, uh, which is huge, so. Do you feel like it's a richer experience for a Bradley player to have so many different, uh, you know, countries represented, different backgrounds and all? It's got to be a way that you're actually growing and developing as a person because you see so many different things and, and learn from the different people from different nations. Oh, absolutely. Like even my freshman year, we went on our Europe trip and that was like really eye opening experience. I've never been to Europe before. We got to see uh, Amsterdam and London, and uh, it was really two really cool places. And I, because I'd never been there before, and I never really knew how Europe was other than learning it in like history class. But um, yeah, it was really cool, cool to see. And then you're able to, like I said before, uh, build these relationships with with teammates and people from across the world, and that will last a lifetime because you're playing uh, under the same roof and for the same team and things like that. So. So you've been there a while. You're taking on the leadership mantle more and more, and and, and this year for sure. Uh, and yet, uh, most of your career, you're you've been that guy that's come off the bench to been the spark off the bench. 
And, and I, I know that's not an easy job, but some guys actually relish that job rather than being there at the opening tip. Can you just talk about the difference in those two roles? Uh, yeah. Um, coming off the bench uh, or just like, or starting or whatever it is, I just trust the uh, coach's judgment, whatever he wants me to do. I'll, I'll try and go do it to the best of my ability, whether it's starting this game, coming off the bench the next, and then coming off the bench again, and then starting that following one, like, Whatever it is, I trust coach's decision, and um, I'm just going to go out there and do what I can to help the team win. And I, you know, whatever he says, I, I try and apply. So. Well, when a guy is coming off the bench, though, is he ready to, like, I've got to do a spark, I've got to become a spark plug, or does he just sit in and play his regular game? I mean, is there a difference in mentality, I guess, is what I'm asking. Uh, there is. There can be, yeah, depending on, like, let's say if uh, – I don't know, team starting a little slow or, or you're seeing something on the floor um, sitting on the bench that maybe the, the starters aren't seeing quite yet. You can come off and you can you can try and show them or tell them in the next huddle and things like that. Um, it's a little different, but all in all, it's still the same. Basketball is played the same way. And, you know, the game will evolve as the as the minutes go down and count down and everything like that. But it's, it can be different, but mostly it's it's usually the same. Uh, tell me the qualities in Brian Wardle that make him a good coach. I got, I have such great respect for who he is as a, as a man, as a, as a coach and all that. What do you see? What are those things that you say, man, that, that's why he wins. That's why he succeeds. Um, I think for me, the things that stick out is he's very consistent. You're getting the same coach every day, um, which is huge because you don't want a coach that can be like really high or on something and then really low on something you want to coach that's very consistent. So that's a huge thing. I think he's very personable. Um, me and coach's relationship has grown huge throughout my, the course of my four years here. Um, he's very knowledgeable. He knows what he's talking about. Um, he's super competitive. He knows how to win. And so, I mean, that's just, that makes it so much easier for a, for a player to play for a coach like that. So it's not the red shoes. That's not the key to the whole story. <laughs> I think that's his style. I respect his style too. His suit game is pretty is pretty good too. <laughs> uh, when you when you think about the guys you've played with and and guys that are on the team right now, I think of Vile and and some of the others that you've been around with now for a couple of years. Uh, what's talk about the family atmosphere at Bradley? Every team has some kind of a sense of family or, or togetherness, but just talk about that there at Bradley. Uh, yeah, for sure. I think the biggest thing on how we establish that family oriented group and that, that, that family theme is just, uh, it starts in the summer, honestly, when we all first get here, uh, we all have our first team lift team workout and things like that. And over the course of the summer, you start learning about guys, you start learning about guys, families and where they come from and things like that. And then you, you learn like a lot of uh, similarities throughout those guys. That's like, Oh, I'm, I've been through that or I've done that too. And then it just kind of grows and grows throughout the season and throughout the course of the year. And then uh, eventually, like, the bond is just unbreakable. So, How big will it be to have Ari back, uh, you know, all year? You know, he's such a, a rim protector. And How big of a addition is that, just having him back? Oh, I'm super excited. Um, and, you know, he's a fellow classmate of mine. So um, seeing him healthy and seeing him able to move and things like that, he does so much, so much for us that may not, like, show up on a stat sheet, but, but sometimes people don't see. Um, but he does so much for our team, uh, protecting the rim, rebounding, blocking shots, um, and just being a presence down low, which is huge. So we're all really excited to have him healthy and ready to play uh, this season. Uh, you've played a lot of what I would call power forward, a little bit <clears throat> undersized in that spot. And I don't know if you guys actually call it that. There's a whole lot of 
uh, positionless basketball coaches talk about these days, but you've had to be a stout rebounder, a guy that's defended in the post and not Mm -hmm. exactly a post player in terms of size, but you guys have some additional size this year. Will you, do you think you'll end up more on the wing or are you still going to be down, down in the dirty zone? I think it will be both. I think it'll be a hybrid of both. Um, this summer I did work on a lot of guard skills coming off ball screens, making reads and things like that, developing my jump shot, make some changes to that. Um, but I didn't stop also working on my post game and stuff like that. So I think I'll just be a hybrid of both. And it's, it's fun to see, um, the expansion of my, of my game now going into my senior year. So I'm pretty excited about it. Tell me, tell me a little bit about some of the new guys and, and, and maybe there's a whole <laughs> bunch of them, but, I, but I'm thinking of a couple of them that people are aware of Mikey Howell and some others. Uh, but he, you know, came over from a, from another program. You've, you've got, uh, I, I don't even know if I'm saying his name, right. Leon's is that his, how do I say his last name? Yeah, uh, National junior college player of the year. You've got some talented guys that have been transplanted in. Can you talk about some of the newcomers? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, like you said, Mikey Howell, um, I think he's one of the best playmakers that I've played with. Best, one of the best passers. Hmm. Um, he has a really great feel. Um, Malavai, super long, athletic, super skilled, um, can shoot it, can put it on the floor and make plays. Um, Terry Roberts, uh, a hound on defense, um, uh, a wired scorer, um, just a dog overall. Um, some of our freshmen, Zeke has a nice feel for the game <clears throat> for a freshman, um, can shoot it, can, can attack and things like that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of new guys, but yeah, no, all of them, all of them bring a piece uh, to the puzzle that are, that are super valuable. Um, Connor Hickman's another one, really good shooter, strong, strong guard. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to ha- see how, uh, all of them, all of uh, our new guys kind of fit in starting while the season's coming to, around the corner. So I'm excited to see uh, what they can do for us. I've heard Brian say this. He said it to me that he wants guys to be all conference performers in whatever role they have. That's a mm-hmm. whole mindset, isn't it? That like, okay, if I'm the ninth guy on this roster, I'm going to be the best ninth guy in the Valley. Oh, for sure. Um, Coach preaches being a star in your role and embrace your role and be it and do it to the best of your ability. So I think, I think we have guys, I think we're a very egoless team, um, which is huge. And I think uh, guys are going to embrace the role and whatever it might be roles aren't set yet. And we don't know, it's still super early in the year, but um, yeah, I think uh, guys are going to embrace it because that's what coach preaches. And I think we all um, listen and trust uh, his judgment. So and then going into the season, that's what we're going to do. Uh, two last things before I let you go, and I really do appreciate the time. Uh, when you graduate, you mentioned being a senior. When you're done, uh, what's next? What are you studying? What, what do you want to do post-Bradley? Maybe you still want to play professional basketball, but but even beyond that, is there a different kind of career path as well? Um, I'm not honestly sure. I haven't really thought that far. I just plan on you know focusing on what's in front of me right now and getting my degree and finishing out this basketball season. But I'm not really sure um, what's what's kind of post Bradley for me just quite yet. Uh, so two last things. Tell me about uh, we see in college basketball a big leap often for freshmen to their sophomore year. And, and I think of guys like uh, Kent and like Hannah. Talk mm-hmm. to me about those two guys. They showed flashes at times last year like, whoa, they can be really good, you know, and, mm-hmm. and yet you could see that they were freshmen. And yeah. uh, and so what are you expecting from those two guys? Um, I know, um, now that they have another, like a year under their belt, I think they're more, they're more comfortable playing. The game has slowed down, which is huge, which is huge for them. 
Um, once they, if, when they play at their own pace and now they have a, a year under their belt, they're more knowledgeable of the college game. Um, I, I think I expect them to take really big leaps. They've taken big leaps here in the off season and um, they're becoming more vocal leaders too, like helping out the underclassmen, the new incoming freshmen saying, hey, I was there last year, you're good. Don't worry about it, it happens. And things like that, which is, which is big for our team. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited for them. And I think they made some pretty good leaps. You mentioned chemistry family kind of starts in the summer and this is the first summer you've had in a while. I mean, you know, last year you guys didn't have summer. How different, how important was it to have a more normal summer kind of, you know, you know time together as a team? Oh, it was huge. Uh, honestly, I kind of forgot what it was like to have a summer just because last year was so different and wild. Mm -hmm. But um, having that summer together was huge. We were able to hang out all the time, able to work out, lift, eat together all the time for our for our meals and stuff like that. It was just great. Honestly, it's it's huge for for our team because we that's how we build our camaraderie and our chemistry. And um, the fact that we were able to have that was huge. And I think that's that plays a huge part and riding out that momentum into the preseason and riding that out into the, the normal season when the season starts. Really appreciate your time. I hope to get up to Bradley a couple times to see you guys and eventually down here back in St. Louis, but uh, I look forward to it. And I really do appreciate your time. For sure. Thank you, Harry. Thank you. What's it like to have had a normal summer, you know, of practice, workout, being with your guys? It's great. Uh, building camaraderie, togetherness, fighting through some adversity together. Um, learning more about your players. They're learning more about you. I mean, I, I, I'm a big believer in, in utilizing your offseason and, and for development reasons, whether it's relationship or player development on the floor, program development. I mean, it, it, it's been a really good summer for us. You guys have so many foreign players and a couple more of them this year. Uh, is that doubly then important, doubly important that you have that summer because they're coming from all maybe kind of different walks of life. And then I know a couple of your guys were off playing for their national teams too. So maybe it was a negative, not a negative, but you know, whatever, a double-edged sword, but is it doubly important because you have guys coming from so many different places? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, we have five international guys and we had two of them that played with their national teams in rink and V-Lake. So, um, those guys kind of sprinkled in and then we had a freshman Max from France kind of sprinkle in late in the summer. So we didn't have our whole team together um, until probably end of July, middle to end of July, but we had a majority of them. We had the core probably 10 um, or 11 guys all summer. So that was just good to have that core together. But yeah, it's, it's very important for those international guys to get, you know, the lay of the land to get comfortable, especially the new guys um, and kind of get a feel for each other. How, uh, what can you build on the, the international experience that, the, that all of them maybe have, but in particular, you mentioned Vilay and Rink, uh, you know, having, you know, playing this summer. You know, I think for Vilay and Rink, they had, they just continue to be around the game. They were in the gym a lot and, and playing with older veteran pros, guys that play all over the world at, at pretty high level leagues um, is only going to make them smarter and better as players. I thought they came back in good shape this summer and really kind of came out on the floor and didn't miss a beat. It was probably Vile's best summer in, in that sense and hmm. of coming back into shape and, and feeling strong and healthy. And so we, they both had a very good summer and are continuing into the fall so far. Let me, let me ask you about a couple of the new guys. Uh, you know, you read press clippings and see things online, but you don't know a lot about them. I, Mikey Howell was obviously a playmaker where he was at, and Leones was uh, the national player of the year in the junior college world. But just talk about some of your new guys. 
Well, Mikey's just, you know, we're taught, we're big and long at the guards this year, which I like. Mikey's 6'4", lefty point guard, that's pass first point guard, and loves to move the ball, loves to get the ball moving, and just kind of those old throwback pure point guards that um, you don't see a whole lot of anymore, and it's been fun to have in workouts just because of his high IQ and his ability to move the ball. Terry Roberts, junior college, he's very talented. Um, can really get to the paint, uh, disruptor defensively, long. Both of them are long, big point guards, 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, and then Malavai is just a 6'9", um, long, lanky, slithery kind of foreman that can get to the rim, shoot the three. He's, he's, he's been impressive on some of the things, his ability to pass. And, and I think his perimeter game has gotten better since he's been here this summer. So all three of those transfers are going to help us in play. Um, and I've been very pleased with them so far. And then we got three freshmen with them. So we have six newcomers and those three freshmen are, you know, Zeke Montgomery's a six, six score, long score. Max Acuno is a six, six point guard from France. So, um, I like his size and his upside for both those guys are learning a lot, but they got a big upside. And then Connor Hickman's a six, three score out of Indiana. And, um, he's going to be a guy that can make shots all over the floor. So, um, you know, everyone's kind of still finding their way right now, Harry, and, and, and trying to find their role. And I think that will be defined even more so once practice officially starts. But uh, so far, very pleased with the three freshmen and, and very excited about what the transfers can bring to us. Not a knock on any of your point guards before, but they weren't like in that pass first mold. They were guys that could pass and were legit passers, but it wasn't the mold that they were in. It's really going to make a difference to your offense, isn't it? I think so. Um, definitely last year we struggled in that area a little bit. And um, I think these guys, are because of their size and length, can see over the defense, are going to be very good out of the pick and roll, making decisions. Um, you know, I, I love Terry Roberts, Can like I said, can score and can really get to the paint where Mikey, uh, he can get there too, but he's just, a, the ball's always moving when he's on the court. And that's just, a, it's something that can be lost nowadays with so much dribbling and, and the, and the great ability that these young players have to play one-on-one. I, I think that's one of their greatest strengths nowadays is the one-on-one and ball handling. But uh, in our league, as you know, ball movement is critical to have good offense. And um, we've been working on that very hard this summer and fall. Uh, just Sean, I was just talking to him and, and I just so love his game, love watching him play. Uh, what do you expect from him this year? I, you know, he's a guy that's, you know, always been a, a real great contributor for you come off the bench most of the time. Uh, but just talk about what you expect from him. He told me he's having to expand his game a little bit. Yeah, we're, we're you know, we want to play bigger and longer. Um, I thought that's when we've had our most success over the years. But um, moving Jay Hen possibly out to the wing more, to play more that small forward and wing is something we really are have been working a little bit on this summer and fall. And Because we just have so, we have a lot of talent on the front line. We have Rink, we have Ari, we have uh, Malavi, we have Darius Hanna. We got a lot of good pieces on the front. Jason Kent, we got a lot of good pieces on the front line. Um, and Jay Sean's got to play a lot. So, um, you know, it's really just trying to find a way to get all your talent on the floor and your best players on the floor. And, and he's been working hard on that and actually looking pretty good. I know that, uh, you know, looking at, like I said, resumes and all that can be deceiving. But, but when I look at your team, it seems like there's more talent than you've had there in a little bit uh, based on at least what I read about some of the new guys, as well as the people we already know about and having Ari back is gigantic. Yeah. I mean, Ari's a difference maker. Um, and we just got to doing our best to keep him healthy and we need him healthy. Um, cause I do think he's a difference maker in our league, especially, um, 
Yeah, I, I, I like our talent. We're long, we're big at all spots. Uh, I think we could be very good defensively and rebounding. Um, we got to continue to get more consistent uh, shooting and guard play, but uh, I like where the, the upside of this team, and I do like depth. And as we learned last year during the pandemic, depth is critical that, you know, with games, whatever can happen with the quarantines and the injuries. I mean, we were, we were down numerous players throughout the year, all the, all season long. So I, I feel comfortable about where we're at with that too, but we're still learning. We're still growing. We're still learning. You know, you got to teach your culture every year. I believe that. And, and I think ours is coming into place now. And, and then that was our goal is by October that everybody knows how we do things here and, and, and the way we do it. And I think uh, it's kind of coming into form now. You talk about having length. You got like four, five, six guys that are six nine. I mean, you're 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 going to at least pass the airport test, you know. And 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 then having them play together, how's that? You know, talk about maybe are there guys that play better together? You'll have two of these two together and those two together. Is that how you kind of assess who's going to be on the floor together? Yeah, I think you mix and match uh, teams all the time in practice right now to get a feel. But the one thing about like Darius Malavine Rink, they can all pass hmm. and they can all dribble. You know, they're skilled. Um, they're very skilled. So that's what's exciting is, is just having that ability to pass the ball and dribble the ball at those spots and, and, and being able to mix and match different lineups together is going to be interesting and exciting to do this year. Well, two years ago when Rink was, you know, moving around on a bicycle or whatever it was, that little cart thing that he had, you told me, man, he's really going to be a good player when he gets healthy. And, and he really had an outstanding year for you last year, didn't he? Yeah, he kept getting better as the year went on too. And we put more responsibility on his shoulders as the year went on and, and he took those responsibilities and kind of ran with it and embraced it and, and, and really ended up having a really good freshman year. I mean, I don't know statistically and how much was put on a freshman, but no one in our league, I don't think had to carry his team for a little bit like he did for us. And so um, we're just trying to build off that. He's trying to continue to get better in the post. He's trying to continue to get better on the, you know, off the dribble off perimeter. And uh, he's, he's always been an extremely hard worker. So um, he'll only get better. There were times last year when I thought Kent and Hannah both, man, they look like they're, they're going to be really good players. And then you'd watch longer and you go, wow, they're really freshmen, you know, and, yeah. and yeah. people talk about the difference between that first and second year. What do you expect from those two guys? Well, I, you know, they're definitely more confident um, in our system and how we do things in the training um, in themselves. Um, I think we've tried to add one or two things to their games, but obviously they had to get stronger and just mature. Um, physically and mentally, and I think they did that. So um, they're definitely more ready to play right now than they were a year ago, that's for sure. Uh, what do you like about your schedule? You know, and you've, you're in two different, I don't know if they're both called MTEs, but you're in two different events like that. Uh, what do you like about your schedule? Um, we're going to get challenged on the road in these tournaments. Um, we've got some couple good home games, different style of play, different leagues, teams that won last year. Um, you know, it's, it's experienced teams and, and I, we're a very balanced team when it comes to experience. I just realized I only have four guys that are 22, you know, and, and I know there's teams that are average age is 23 in our league. Yeah, so, that's exactly um, right. I, I got a good, a very good balance of seniors, juniors, sophomores, and freshmen. And if we can just grow together and, and mature and, and understand what it takes to win and all the little doing the little things, um, I like where our upside is. I like where we could go as a group, especially as the year goes on and our non-conference is going to challenge us there. But I honestly haven't put much thought into the conference schedule. I haven't even really looked at it once. Sure, sure. Um, even our non-conference, we 
I think we're going back to that really embracing the process and taking it one game at a time this year and, and kind of see if we can just improve each week. Uh, you have an exhibition game with UIS uh, and uh, Matt Brock's a, a friend of mine. Do you know him very well? I do not. I do not. Seems like a great guy, but uh, as we get closer to playing, I'm sure we'll talk and, and get a good chance to get to know him. And are you still working on getting Jashan a tight end contract someday when he <laughs> yes, graduates yes. Bradley? Well, we will uh, hopefully uh, entertain that when his great playing career is over with, uh, <laughs> but he is an unbelievable athlete and yeah. a gifted athlete that can play a lot of different sports, probably at a very high level. So it's fun to have him around. How, how is uh, just one or two more questions. How important is his leadership port uh, portion this year? And, and is it he and others that are providing the court, the player leadership? Yeah, he's definitely taken a step forward there, um, way more vocal than he's ever been. And, and that's good because he's a really good person and the guys respect him. And um, he really steps up and talks and, and, and talks to people well. And then I, you, you, you see Rink and Vila and Ari, just four, three other veterans that know the system, speaking of Darius Hanna, Jason Ken, like just – we don't have, you know, we, we have a group of eight guys returning. I think a lot of them are talking and backing up Jay Sean in a lot of ways. And um, I always let leadership play out. I never designate it. I like to see who, who really steps forward and wants it. And uh, he, Jay Sean has definitely taken that step. I, I asked Jay Sean what, you know, what made you, uh, the qualities that made you a good coach. And he listed out a number of them. But I quizzed him. I said, but it's not the red shoes. The red shoes are not the thing that no. push it over the top. And he said, no, but he respects your your uh, your talent in that ability to dress properly. <laughs> well, he, that means a lot because he is a fashion major. So that, that's good <laughs> volumes, I guess. Hey, I appreciate your time. I just wanted to connect and see what you guys were up to and hear about some of the new guys and uh, look forward to bumping into you. I'm going to try to get up to Bradley a couple times this year. Sounds good, Harry. I appreciate it. It's a fun group to coach. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks. Our thanks to Brian Wardle and Jashan Henry of the Bradley Braves basketball team. Appreciate their time and wish them all the best in this upcoming basketball season. Remember, since you've been there, make it a better place. You've been listening to Valley Hoops Insider Podcast, part of the Valley Hoops Insider website. I'm Harry Schrader. Have a great afternoon.